lot going on it's just a lot mm-hmm. uh the painters were meant to start painting the new house on wednesday and they didn't come Lovely. the guy who was meant to be doing the garage floor was meant to be coming the day after and he didn't come yeah. um not untypical from like my my parents were yeah. trying to get some work done and the people kept delaying so I just, I yeah, I don't mind waiting around, but I mind waiting around when there's absolutely fucking nothing to do in the house. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of over that. Um, yeah. Well, how was how was your summer? I'm currently in an Airbnb, so it might hell be yeah. Different. <laughs> um, let me. Oh, it's yeah. very quiet. I can't hear any motorbikes. <laughs> oh, I'm using the wrong mic. One second. Okay, there we go. That's Ew. better. Yeah, it's um the Airbnb is like two blocks away from my old elementary school, so <laughs> weird. Yeah, so like my friends used to live like around the corner, and so yeah, it's weird. But you know, I visit here often, so not yeah that weird. But it is a lot quieter than when I'm at home because yeah. I'm more than ten feet from a busy street. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's nice. And y'all also might hear us being a little, like, punchy, because it is earlier than we normally record, so. Uh, yeah, this is not optimal time for me. <laughs> we are s- somewhat busier than normally <laughs> during the school year, so. Oh, jeez, I'm so fucking busy, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I hardly have a spare minute. Yesterday was the only day I kind of sat around and played video games for, like, nice. eight or nine days. Got back into some Elden Ring. Got surprised. Um, (laughs) Did you die? I didn't, but I did shout and go, oh, Jesus, and then (laughs) have to run away. um, Because I was like, I am not putting up with this today. I just ran into an area in Horizon where I am, like, under-leveled. So my mouth keeps dying. Under-leveled? What? (laughs) I know, it feels like it's very weird. So... My mount kept dying, and then I kept getting jumped by stuff. So when your mount dies, you have to go find another one. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, I liked the way they balanced that, but it's also super annoying when your mount dies. Like, yeah, It's very irritating. So you can call your mount from wherever, as long as it hasn't died. <laughs> and yeah, you gotta go override a new one. So had to do that like five times and kept getting jumped by the bears, robot bears. Oh. Yeah. So, but I went to the bottom most corner of the map and was like, is this my hometown? No, it doesn't quite get there. But there is a Bakersfield. Um, I found out there's the old Fox Theater. Oh, really? And in, in, yeah, it's a ruin that you can go to. So that was kind of fun. Damn. <laughs> I haven't got that far yet. I've been pissing around kind of completing lands before I move on. I did find a lake I've been to, Mono Lake, which is in oh. Northern California. And I was like, this kind of looks like Lake Mono Lake. And I googled it, and it totally was. <laughs> yeah. Well, hello, and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme. This is episode 102. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm good at counting when the numbers got small again. Nope, know? the numbers are big. <laughs> <laughs> 
You just put a one in front of small numbers. It's more than one syllable. <laughs> that's a big number. So, <laughs> I got some fun ones today, but short, since, you know, we're busy. This first one is an Am I the Asshole post, and uh, OP doesn't say their age, but I'm imagining them as like 15. Am I the asshole for showing my missing eye to the new teacher after he told me my bangs are disrespectful? <laughs> Just immediate karma. Very good. I had an accident when I was a baby and I lost lost my left eye. I don't have an eye socket I could put a fake eye in, just normal skin and some scars on a big patch of my face. They reconstructed my face with later surgery this way. The right side and the bottom half of my face is completely normal. I have big side bangs that hide the left side of my face so I don't freak anyone out and I don't get weird looks. I've been going to the same school since I was five so the teachers and kids all know about it. We got a new teacher this week. He started by asking us to go around and introduce ourselves. Ourself. When it got yourself. <laughs> when it got to me, he was rude and asked me, Do your parents know you come to school looking like this? It's extremely disrespectful. Fix your bangs. I want to see your face. So I obeyed and tucked my bangs behind my ear, showing the left side of my face. He gasped, his face turned red, my classmates laughed, and he told me I can let my bangs down. <laughs> Later that day, the head teacher came to me and to scold me. She told me I was wrong to shock the new teacher, and I should have just told him about it. Did I do anything wrong? I just obeyed his orders. It's not my fault he ended up not wanting to look at my face. <laughs> Am I the asshole? <laughs> Literally just not saying anything and just so malicious good. compliance is great. It's like, uh, I showed my kids Kubo and the Two Strings before Ooh. we left this year and they fucking loved it. Very good movie. But the, the main character in that only has one eye. And that's what it made me think of. I was like, oh. <laughs> It's just like Kubo. Um, yeah, you shouldn't ask questions that you don't want the answer to. Um, especially if you work at a school. Right? Like, this is such... I'm wondering if this is a private school. They said the head teacher. Is that an English thing? It's an English thing, yeah. They're not at, they, they don't break up for summer until, like, beginning of July. Okay. I was wondering if it was a private school, because that <laughs> seems like private school or English. Like, uh, standards of grooming. Like, why would you, I wouldn't even bat an eye if a kid, no pun intended, um, if, if a kid was wearing bangs. If they were listening and, like, speaking when it was their turn, I would be fine with it. Why is having, I never really understood this, I think it's just a very old-fashioned thing, but why is having hair on your face disrespectful? It's your fucking hair. <laughs> it's like, like, if you don't want to be able to see, you know, if, if you have two eyes and your bangs are right? over your face, if you don't want to be able to see, that's your business. We have a kid, um, or I had a kid now because they've graduated, just used to wear their hair, like, under their nose, basically. So, like, it was <laughs> like a, a whole a waterfall of hair. And some teachers had a really big problem with it. I was like, look, do you want to have that fight? Because I don't really care. It's nothing. If they don't want to be able to see, that's up to them. It's like the hats um, thing. People, yeah. teachers being like, oh, it's disrespectful to wear a hat. Well, why? Can you explain to yeah. me why? And they're like, well, it's just an old thing. Okay, then that just means it's old, not that it's rude. Yeah, I honestly couldn't care less if the kids were wearing hats inside. Um, but it's like, our uh, administration always says, well, it's like a gang affiliation thing. I'm like, okay. Yeah, gang of liking the Dodgers. like <laughs> Right? All these kids just like the Dodgers. And they all wear Dodgers hats. Like, I don't really... Okay, fine. Spoken from teachers who don't know fashion. Like, hats mm -hmm. are a big part of fashion right now. Mm-hmm. With the straight brims. They drive my dad crazy. He gets 
mad at a lot of things that don't matter. And this is one of them. When people don't curve the brim of their baseball cap or they leave the sticker on, <laughs> it makes it mad. I'm like, okay, that's a, must be exhausting to be him. He's just grumpy all the time. The sticker is the whole reason you get the hat, as far as I know. Yeah, you got to get a new one. Yeah, it's got you. Got to show the brand. Mm-hmm. You got to show that it's brand new. If it's if it doesn't have the sticker, that means it's old. Um, mm-hmm. So there's an update. My mom went in and talked to the head teacher. Turned out that the new teacher made it sound like I was playing a prank on him, trying to deliberately shock him and make oh. fun of him in front of the class. Three of my classmates had to be called in to confirm my side of the story. The teacher, apo- the head teacher apologized, called it an unfortunate misunderstanding, and told us she will clear it up with the new teacher. I don't have to worry about it. I don't believe it was just a misunderstanding. It sounds like the new teacher deliberately lied, but we can't do anything about it. So that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. It's unfortunate kids have to call in three people to co- corroborate their story. Who's corroborating the teacher's story? Probably no right? one. Uh... Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before, power tripping teachers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, the hat thing I think is a power trip. It's like, it's not worth my time. It's not worth anybody's time. It's not helping anything except telling kids what they can and can't wear in class. I just think that unless you have a very well-informed actual uniform as long as they're in school who gives a fuck right like so what if i can see this girl's stomach like i really don't care it doesn't have an impact on my day-to-day life except that i have to fight with them about it because their midriff's showing yeah at the beginning of the year we had this meeting about the dress code i might have mentioned it and the principal said asked like well, we need to, when we're making the new dress code, we need to ask ourselves if we can see someone's midriff, is that a problem? And I said no at the exact same time a counselor said yes. <laughs> and it's like spoken like a true counselor who doesn't do right. anything. And it's just like, you don't have to be in there every day right. fighting. I'm fighting about masks right now. I mean, at the time I was fighting about masks yeah. and I'm not going to deal with dress code. And my room neighbor every single day, not every single day, but too many times would come up to me and be like so what's the update on the dress code because i saw a girl wearing just a bra today and it's like (sighs) okay i hope you didn't say anything to her about it because we're not supposed to be enforcing the dress code and she's like well i just told her to put on a sweater like if it's warm enough that they're wearing and she said she didn't tell the student why she told her to put on a sweater but she knows like if it's warm enough that she could wear like a bare midriff tank top essentially, then she's not going to be putting on a sweater. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's 100 degrees <laughs> outside. Why can't these kids wear what they want? Like, fucking wish I could go to school and show my shoulders, but <laughs> alas and alack, I cannot. Um, also, side note, something I've noticed recently, people don't know the word midriff. <laughs> M-I-D-R-I-F-F. They're calling it a midrift. and this is not just like a one thing i've seen this several times it's a mid riff like a guitar riff i don't know why don't ask (laughs) it's not a mid rift let's look up etymology riff is for belly and mid is mid so mid riff is the middle of your belly there we go (laughs) where all the soft bits live Mm, (laughs) yeah it's teachers need to stop power tripping please you're not there to lord it over people, you're there to teach. That's your whole job. It's in the name of the job. That's why I feel like teachers lately aren't getting as much lo- 
like, not that I need praise, you know, for my job, but people are getting, giving teachers a bad name because of a few who are being total assholes, like, validly. I think that after the pandemic, so much was put onto teachers' plates that they didn't know what was their hill to die on and what wasn't. That They were asked to be in control of so much stuff that it became, like, uh, a habit to be, like, don't do this, do this, don't do this, do this. Because you're having to be so vigilant about everything. Yeah. So I think that, I think you're right. I think part of the reason why people don't feel sorry for teachers right now is because they feel like teachers are just being very controlling. But on the flip side of that, that's what we've been asked to do. Like, we've been asked to police your kids' health, whether or not they're washing their hands, whether or not they have their mask on, whether or not they're sitting six feet away from this person, whether or not they're getting up and touching this person, whether or not they Like, the amount of minutiae that teachers have been dealing with, the second they don't have that fallback of, well, I've been told to tell you this, so it's for your safety, then it looks like they're just being power-hungry maniacs. Yeah. It's from a place of anxiety, for sure. Yeah. Like... I have to do this, otherwise it devolves into chaos, Mm -hmm. and they lose track of what actually will devolve into chaos, versus, like, someone having their bangs in front of their face, or having their hood on, or whatever. Like, it's hard to parse out, like, what's gonna lead to chaos, Mm -hmm. especially in middle school. God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hopefully OP, like gets some sort of justice but it seems like the prince or the head teacher is like trying to smooth things over yeah and hopefully the actual new teacher is calms down a little bit they might be a brand new teacher also like first year teaching so yeah hopefully they learned the lesson yeah okay (laughs) so this next one um no ages but they're all adults. Am I the asshole for throwing my coworker's donuts in tra- in the trash right in front of him? <laughs> donuts don't deserve it. I know. Like, I would love some donuts. Oh, fuck. I would kill for a donut. I met this coworker, Christian, who is nice and all, but makes comments about my body and how severely underweight I am. Uh, my weight is 44 kilograms due to health issues. What's that in freedom units? Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> 97 pounds. Jeez. Jesus fucking Christ. He'd say stuff like, I like everything about you except the weight thing, or say, you really need to do something about this weight problem. He might be into me or something because of this behavior, Mm -hmm. and I don't know. Mm -hmm. He seems nice and sweet, and I kind of liked the attention. He started bringing me donuts every day and tell me to eat them with my coffee. I don't like to eat in the morning generally, I only drink coffee. And I told him I'm not a breakfast person, but he insisted, saying he saw them at the bakery and thought of me, so he thought he'd bring me some. I thought that was nice and thoughtful, and since I'm often an afterthought and no one really brings me anything nice Uh days ago i was passing by some female co-workers and overheard them refer to me and say oh this is the one christian talked about i turned to her and asked her to clarify we talked and she told me the reason why christian brings me donuts every day is because he wanted to fatten me up so he could ask me out in three months (laughs) i was dumbfounded i tried confirming what she said and she said she was willing to face him with this statement. I felt so enraged and humiliated, but I didn't say anything. I just stayed calm and collected. The next morning, he showed up with more donuts and put them on my desk. He tried to start small talk, but I got up and took his donuts and walked to the trash and dumped them right there in front of him and everyone else. He looked at me shocked and asked what I was doing. I looked at him and said I was not an item for him to customize, and I told him that if he brought me one more donut, I would report him right away. 
He was in shock, but then walked away for a while. I got weird judging stares from others who told me I hurt Christian's feelings and made him look like he was doing a bad thing when it was just a thoughtful gesture. I told them about what he said regarding my weight, but they said I should have handled it differently. Am I the asshole? Ugh. Everybody sucks here? Everyone sucks here. He sucks the most, though. He sucks the most, for sure. The co-workers, little gossipy bitches. (laughs) Like, and then, yeah, that was a bit overdramatic for the situation like it's not like he's ramming them down her throat he's just bringing you donuts and you don't have to choose to eat them like you could just say thank you and throw them away later and not eat them and then have a conversation with him and be like hey i heard this either please stop bringing me donuts or gtfo let's see if she has any comments. She said, it hurt me so bad because I thought he really cared. Like I said, I kind of liked him, but finding this out has shook me to the core. <laughs> it's always so dramatic when people say that. It's just incredibly dramatic. Like, the whole situation has become more dramatic than it actually needed to be. Yeah, like, definitely he's an asshole and you should stay away yeah. from him because that's yeah. creepy. Like, very creepy. Wanting to fatten someone up like a cow. <laughs> yeah. But... She just kind of turned on a dime. Yes. And she accepted the donuts the first time and then the second time did and not. And every other time. This is not, she hasn't just been getting donuts once. She's had them several times. Yeah. Try to bring me donuts every day. Every day she's accepted them. She hasn't said anything. Even though she says straight out to us, oh, I don't normally eat with my breakfast. I just normally have coffee. Like, when he kept pushing it, she should have just been like, thank you for buying this, but don't waste your money. Like, I, I'm i not going to eat that. Yeah. It's nice as a once in a, once every now and then treat, but please don't bring me donuts every day. Would have been the smart thing to do. The co-workers can mind their own fucking business. Keep their noses out. Because for, for the co-workers to be like, oh, yeah, this is the girl. And then they're <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe she did that in front of everybody. Like, come on. Do you not have anything more interesting in your lives? whether or not a girl throws some donuts away. And also to be like, I will ask her out in three months. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Everything about this situation is just kind of off. Yeah. Like, this sounds like a shitty place to work. And there's a lot of typos, so I don't think it's English as her first language. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, it's... Stop commenting about other people's bodies. Don't yeah. expect people to change for you. Especially, yeah. like... That seems like so gross just to be like, oh, I'm feeding you these donuts to get you to gain weight is very fetishy and gross. Mm-hmm. I, de- I think when, when he's like, I like everything about you but the weight. And then she's like, I think he likes me. I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, come on. Yeah, I think everybody sucks here. I think the whole situation is just a shitty situation and nobody behaved in a way that they were supposed to behave. Yeah, and like... <laughs> She clearly has low self-esteem because she's like, yes. it's nice because I'm I'm an afterthought and no one brings me anything nice. And it's like, well, you know, get better friends, I guess. I know that's right? easier said than done, but like, you don't have to accept donuts from this asshole just because you think he likes you. Yeah. It's all very childish. It's all very middle school. Yeah. Oh, this is the gal that she was talking about. Like, oh, come on. I don't like it when people... I mean, don't try and change somebody and turn them into someone that you want to date. <laughs> like, right. never expect somebody to change for you unless it's like a problem that's developed over the course of your relationship that needs to be fixed, like an addiction problem or something. Mm. 
But even then, like, if if someone tells you who they are, believe it. And in this case, like, he's trying to change you. He doesn't like you for who you are. He likes you because he sees you as a project that he can he fix. He likes the idea of you. Yes. And not the reality. Yeah. Don't try and change your partner or someone you are interested in to become someone that you would like. That's not going to work and nobody's going to be happy in the situation. Everybody's going to end up disappointed in that situation as soon as anything begins to change. So so side note that Am I the Asshole is weird now. Well, they keep oh. removing everything. And they said that this one did not contain interpersonal conflict. What? Right? Like, so it was just removed. What? Violates rule seven. There's no interpersonal conflict here for our community to make a judgment about. Like, literally, that's why people have to add this. And then I told my friend about it and they said I was an asshole. And it's like, mm-hmm. why does there always have to be a disagreement, even if they just have to insert it at the end? Right. Like, clearly, this was a conflict that could be voted on a situation where you can say, am I the asshole? Mm-hmm. It's so weird. And then relationship advice posts haven't been coming to the front page as much because they remove it as soon as it gets to a certain karma limit. Huh. So I have to go and like search for them. And there's just so many different rules now. It's like, I get that you get a lot of submissions, but it just makes it so narrow, the type of posts that get made. So weird. Okay. Like I said, short ones today. Okay. We have an installment of Weddings Make People Crazy. Baba. So OP is 17. Oh no. Her cousin is 16. No, 15. Sorry, I can read. (laughs) And uh, the older cousin who's getting married is 26. Mm -hmm. And the title is simply... Am I the asshole for bullying my cousin? (laughs) Hmm. My older cousin Nora is getting married. A few weeks ago, we were all talking about what we were going to wear for her wedding, and one of my cousins, Sarah, 15, showed us a picture of her dress. It was a wedding dress. It was white and long and basically a typical wedding dress. Everyone tried talking to her, asking her to please not wear it, but she wouldn't listen. Her parents also took her side. For the next few weeks, everyone tried to convince them to get another dress, but they refused. As she is the youngest member of our family, she gets away with pretty much everything. So they finally gave up and decided to let her wear it, but Nora was very upset. She didn't want to make drama, especially because no one was on her side anymore. So me and my other cousins decided to fix this. Last night when our family gathered together, we all started talking in a way we knew Sarah could hear us, and we mocked her wedding dress and made fun of her for wearing a wedding dress at someone else's wedding. The whole time we were laughing and mocking her until she had tears in her eyes and told her parents she doesn't want to wear it anymore. She went home but texted me and told me I'm an asshole for doing this and bullying her. I kind of feel like an asshole, but I think it was justified. So am I the asshole? Hmm. (laughs) This is really tough. Hmm. The parents are assholes. Yes. Also, when you Google, am I the asshole for bullying my cousin, um, the top link is (laughs) stopbullying.gov. Yay! (laughs) Good job. We did it. We did it, Reddit. We stopped bullying. Um, This is is a difficult one. I think it is a very teenage solution to what should have been an easily solved problem. Right. Um, And if we just accept the fact that most teenagers are assholes because they don't understand how people work... (laughs) um, then they haven't done anything out of the ordinary. Like, it, it is teenager behavior. I'm looking and it's just not the assholes all the way down. Like, very, I, I don't know. If, oh, I mean, that's kind of a dick move. <laughs> just like, it is a dick move. It's very extreme. It's, um, 
I mean, you solved the problem in the most assholeish way possible, but the problem yes. wasn't going to be solved. I mean, Nora, it's her wedding. Just be like, listen, if you come wearing no. that, we're not going to let you in the end. Yeah. Just put your foot down. Nobody's put their foot down in like a proper and civilized way. Everyone's just kind of pussyfooted around it. The mistake was trying to convince her not to wear the dress rather than informing her she was not allowed in the wedding unless right. she got a new dress. She should not right. have been allowed to think she had a choice. Yes. So, <laughs> stage whispering bullying is very much in the wheelhouse of a 17-year-old. And frankly, if OP ever does need an out, she can really lay into how awful teenagers are. Yep. Yeah, you solved the problem that the adults should have fixed. But you solved it in a teenager way. Like... Did they go to the cousin who's getting married first, or were they just showing the dress around to the other cousins? It seems like uh, Nora was very upset, it says. So Nora, oh, the, okay. the bride, knew that this was going to happen and did not want it to happen. But, like, again, just be like, listen, you're not, we're not letting you in. It's my wedding. If you're adult enough to get married, you're adult enough to say no. To a 15-year-old, yeah. <laughs> to a 15-year-old. Like, what is she going to do to you? Make a video about you on TikTok? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> It's so wild. I'm trying to be nice to the teenagers, but they've been allowed to do so much for so they long. Have. They and have. it's like, it's because there's no, there was no parental supervision for two years. Right. So, or a year and a half or whatever. So they were allowed to do whatever they wanted for most of the day and aren't used to following social cues. Not even like rules. Like no. we mentioned earlier, for the sake of rules. Yeah. Rules for the sake of rules are dumb, but yes. you need to make sure that you're not hurting other people's feelings. And everybody is all is like, well, this would hurt my feelings if I didn't get to wear it. And it's like, well, it's not about you today. They don't have any conflict resolution skills. Yes. Because whenever they had a problem, they could just mute it and ignore it. And it's like, well, I don't want to do it, so I'm not going to do it. Now it's like, okay, well... You have a problem with this person in the real world who's right in front of you. What do? And they're like, I don't know. Panic, panic, panic. Or just do, they the do thing whatever I want they to think. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good at the time rather than is the sensible option. Which has led to so many fights this year. That's why we had so many fights this year. Because, yeah, they were used to not having to be in the same space with so many people they didn't like. Yes. And simultaneously, like, stuff was building up and building up and so then when we went back to school it was not one year worth of drama it was two yeah worth of grudges and dating and things like that that didn't get a chance to work itself out or peter out or whatever it was just building the whole time just dumb kid hormones upon <laughs> dumb kid hormones yeah and it's like nobody and that's the thing about conflict resolution and restorative justice in school which has been given a horrible name because there is not enough school personnel to do restorative justice so then they're like oh well it doesn't work well, like yeah because one person got a training for three hours one day and is responsible now for all of the conflict resolution in the school, plus 700 yeah. other duties. So, yeah, it's <laughs> we need to teach kids emotional intelligence and conflict resolution. Yeah. And I've said it before. I mean, you have in England that civics class or citizenship. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they call it citizenship anymore. Um, when I was a kid, it was called citizenship. Um, and it was all about, you know, all that kind of drug and sex education stuff. But then also, like, because we lived in a railroad town and a town with two rivers, there was a lot of, like, river safety and 
don't walk across rail lines <laughs> and um this is how you become a good person and yeah we need to have that and it should be con- one continuous class throughout mm-hmm. middle and high school yeah and we had normally the pe teacher or the geography teachers would take it um but because the pe teachers took it and everybody liked the pe teachers it was like it was done properly like the kids respected the process you could that could definitely backfire though <laughs> oh yeah for sure but i don't remember it being like a big piss about class like we did a lot of projects and speeches and watched a lot of videos and made posters and stuff but still remember that dumb railroad fucking video it was <laughs> gruesome as shit oh no one of those like it was horrifying fucking PSAs. terrible yeah it was like bits of kid all over the street Zoinks. yeah it was it was it was bad <laughs> The only the only redeeming feature of this PSA was it had this song in the end that was like this weird country song, which was just so like out of sync with the rest of the the thing. And it was like, don't take that <laughs> shortcut across the railroad. <laughs> it was like, yeah. PSA, railroad, safety. <laughs> England. Like? Look up England. I think it was done. It might have been done by National Rail. Oh god, this is a sheriff's office. Yeah, I was just about to say, instead of stay off the tracks, this Might is have been a PSA, that. real safety PSA, you're dead. <laughs> that must be... <laughs> That's basically it, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> this is American, but um, uh, the cop is holding like a sandwich-sized plastic bag, and he's like, if you play on the tracks... This is the size baggie that we're going to use to pick you up after a while. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Here, here, oh, it might. Was it killing time? I did not look up England um, before you said that. And then I got distracted by all these ones that popped up. Let's try England. You're dead. That's the 30 seconds, 15 seconds. Distracted student rail safety PSA. <laughs> Oh, it's all American. Yeah, all of these are American. This I kid is walking. He's on his phone and walking. It was like lo- It was long. It was like a. This kid lived, so it's not that one. <laughs> it was like it. W- it was like a document. It was not a documentary. Like a like a. It was like a drama. It was like a dramatization, but it was like really fucking graphic and gross. This is a thirty second one I'm watching now. That's a couple in a car. And they're talking on the phone and like, oh my god, I can't wait to see you. Everyone loves you. (laughs) 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 They had to stop at the railroad crossing. Oh my god. Okay, so they stopped at the railroad crossing and then he looks to his wife and is like, we don't have time to wait. And just slams on the gas. It might be this one. People are saying that about around 7.30 is where the gross stuff is. I'm not going to watch it because it's going to fucking <laughs> mess. It's going to mess me up for the rest minutes? of the day. It might be that one. Oh, no. I, let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch because, okay, 7.27. This guy is picking up trash on the rail line. Might and it's be very it. peaceful and calm and silent and he's just picking up trash. Is it trash though? Oh, it's. is it a person? It's a person. <laughs> She said, this boy thought it would be a bit of a laugh. That's great. Yeah, that's seven, eight, let's see, 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> there was this phase I went through where I was watching like really bad PSAs or like really dramatic ones. There's this Australian one that's workplace safety and it's about like 
um, getting grip mats so that you don't slip and fall in a kitchen. And this woman Mm. is carrying a boiling pot of water and just slips. And it doesn't show it, I don't think, but you hear her scream and it's really bad. It's like horrifying. Yeah, we need to scare kids again. (laughs) God, I'm never going to forget that nasty fucking video. Honest (laughs) to God. It was... God, it was so awful. And then there was another one. Have I told you about Shagged in the Shed? No. (laughs) Oh my god. So there was a series of sex education videos about teen pregnancy and whatever. (laughs) And one of them was affectionately called by everybody who watched it, Shagged in the Shed. So these kids go to a party and then uh, they go to the shed so they can have a quick badonk badonk. And they have sex under a Thomas the Tank Engine duvet. Oh and you gosh. see the kind of some rustling under the duvet and then she gets pregnant. But everybody called it Shagging in the Shed because that's what happened. kids. And that's what happened. I'm always going to remember Shagging in the Shed. It has a very special place in my heart. The only thing we had that was like similar to that was Dare, which is just... Lame. Don't do drugs Lame. or you will die. <laughs> Lame. We had so many good videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then... When you're taking driver's ed, there's this one that's called Red Pavement, I think, that gross. I'm sure other Americans have seen it, but our teacher threatened to show it to us, but um, I think he stopped showing it because one student had, like, a really bad reaction to it. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, don't speed or you will die. Pretty much every time they showed the real safety video, I just closed my eyes and put my fingers in my ears. I just did not... I was like, I've seen this one time, and one time was enough. I do not need this again. Well, speaking of kid safety, mm. <laughs> this next one. Oh, segue. Yes. OP is 36 for somehow. Um, his somehow. girlfriend is 34. <laughs> Great. And the son is 14. Okay. Am I the asshole for not saving my girlfriend's son when he was pinned under a bench press? What? <laughs> oh, dude, that's rough. Ah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I just read this in horror like this guy so he's 36 his girlfriend's 34 he's calling her jenny she has a son from a previous relationship named george mm-hmm. jenny and i get along well in basically all but one department george as bad as this is going to make me sound i really don't like this kid but jenny's rose tinted glasses for him might as well be painted with a coat of black paint at this point she legitimately cannot stop enabling his bad behavior let alone recognize it for what it is This friction has only gotten worse as she moved in with me two months ago because they could no longer afford to live alone. I have a basement gym that I have poured over seven grand into. It has multiple types of high-end barbells, a power rack, and various other equipment. In past days, I was a competitive power lifter. And although I've scaled back a lot on that front, I still train very hard. Okay. When Jenny and George moved in, George started to use my home gym uninvited. I first warned him not to, but by lying through his teeth, he has consistently done it behind my back. I can tell because he leaves barbells loaded and equipment moved. I then put a lock on the door, which George broke down with a hammer. What? I then reinforced the door and put a new lock on, which George could not penetrate. Jenny, however, insists on having a spare key to the basement, and I recently learned that she has been loaning it to George. She tried cleaning up after him, but I could tell. Since she and he are home during the day, as he takes lesson online... Lessons online. C plays Minecraft with the teacher muted. <laughs> I can do nothing about it. And Jenny won't return my key either. A couple of days ago, I got home from work and decided to hit the gym. 
Noticing the door open, I walked down the stairs only to find George in the middle of a bench press set. As I watched him from the stairs, he went for one rep too many and got pinned. He was in no danger at any point because the barbell was low on his sternum, plus it was only like 80 pounds, which is way too much for a 14-year-old yeah, bench press. Yeah, a lot for a kid. After 30 seconds of panic mode, he finally got the bright idea to dump the weight, to which I gave him a slow clap. I started to tell him that's what happens when you work out alone, and then he shrieked at me red-faced. He then insulted my strength, to which I responded that I'm not the one getting pinned under an 80-pound bench press. <laughs> he ran upstairs basically in tears and then told Jenny what I had said. Jenny is also furious at me, and they're both giving me the silent treatment. She says I should have handled the situation better, but I say I kind of did when I installed a heavy-duty door and put a new lock on it. I'm going to be changing the lock tomorrow. Did I go too far with how I dealt with George here? Nah. No, kid sounds like a dick. (laughs) Like, obviously, there should be safety measures in place in your home gym, right? Lifting safely is the most important thing. Doesn't matter how much weight you're lifting, as long as you're doing it so you're not going to get hurt. At the same time, if you are so dead set on doing this without any supervision, and after being told no, like, it was going to happen eventually. He was going to get pinned. It's a good job he was actually there. (laughs) <laughs> I am looking at, uh, so this got cross-posted to Am I the Angel, which is posts where people are clearly the good guy in the situation, and, or frame themselves as the good guy, and the only comment is, child endangerment is okay if it's a bratty stepkid, and I'm kind of <laughs> like, yeah, like, everyone sucks here. Like, but, but, but OP didn't endanger him. Right. OP put a lock on the door and said, absolutely under no circumstances are you allowed to go in here. The mom is endangering yes, him. Yes, that's what I'm him saying. Go down yeah. there. The the mom is endangering him and undermining OP. OP is like letting a 14-year-old get under his skin. <laughs> like yeah. the slow clap was a bit much. <laughs> yeah, the slow clap was too much. And like why are you dating this person if you hate the way that she deals with her son and you hate her son? Um I mean, yeah. I get that he's 14 and he's going to be better here in like 3 years. <laughs> But you would hope one would hope. But also, if he's been letting she's been letting him do whatever he wants, it's not going to be better. Nope. Ugh. yeah. So he needs proper supervision when he's lifting. Yes. I don't like lifting on my own. And I'm a fucking adult, you know? Uh, yeah. And like, I, I assume by dumping the weight, he means like moving he it to the side. It. Yeah. Yeah. So that the uh, weights fall off. Yeah. <laughs> Like, letting him struggle for 30 seconds also is a lot. Like, even if it's not that heavy, 80 pounds on a 14-year-old's chest is gonna hurt them. Like, yeah. Like, let him struggle for a few seconds, you know? Like, that's fine. Uh, And then he's learned his lesson, and then you can, like, save him. (laughs) But, (laughs) like, letting him struggle for a full... That's a long time. 30 seconds? Yeah, I don't think I'd be happy with that. If it was me, I'd be like, 30 seconds. Doesn't sound like a long time until, like, you're in danger. Or <laughs> Yeah, sit, go put a timer on your phone or start the timer and sit in silence for 30 seconds. Then it'll feel like a long time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that, obviously Jenny's the asshole for giving him the key. And, like, he's going to hurt himself. And then it's going to be OP's problem because yeah. it's going to be his fault somehow. And it's like, no, it's he put a lock on the door. And he mm-hmm. broke it with a hammer. Like, if Jeez. if 
if the kid breaks it with a hammer, then you say, okay, now you're not allowed to use the gym at all anymore for a pre-designated amount of time. And then after that, you're only allowed to use it when I'm with there. Supervision. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like, I don't know if the kid has tried to work out with him or if he's offered because if he was a bodybuilder, OP was a mm-hmm. bodybuilder, then he could, that could be something they could do together. But is he rejecting the kid? Is the kid not wanting, is just the kid trying to do it in secret? Like... What's going on there? Kids are really into weightlifting at the moment. Yeah. I, it Weirdly. And I've never seen it before. All the kids, the mostly male kids at school were like, oh yeah, I can lift this and I can bench press this. And I'm like, dude, you're 13. Like, you don't want to be doing too much because it's going to wreck your body. Yeah. <laughs> the This past year, I mentioned like, I was at a group and... You know, I was rubbing my shoulder and I was like, oh, I tweaked it when I was um, ben- doing bench press. And the student was like, oh, how much were you bench pressing? And I was like, well, I just had COVID, so 70 pounds. And then he gave me this most dismissive look I have ever seen. He's like, oh, 70 pounds. Like the most, it was like bullying in a look. <laughs> he was just like... Oh, only 70 pounds? Okay. I did I did that when I was 12, but all right. Good for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what they're like. It's like, oh, you lift? How much do you lift? I told the kids I, uh, when I was doing weightlifting every, every other day, I was squatting like 165 and they were like, okay, that's kind of impressive. They were like, what's your bench press though? I'm like, oh, I can't, I yeah. can't go above 90 because I have weak noodle arms. And they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I have very strong legs. My legs are powerful. There, uh, yeah, and I did just mention, I mean, we did talk about this a little bit earlier, but there is nothing more, like, cutting to your self-esteem than a teenager <laughs> being like, oh. <laughs> oh. It's like, like you, okay. they ask you a question and you give them the answer and they're just like, oh. Just the dismissive <laughs> answer. It's, it's, it's damaging. It, it can is ruin your self-esteem is. for years. And that's why you just have to be mean to kids. The end, you know? Because whatever you do, it's never going to be good enough for them. You have to assert your dominance from day one. Yeah, just show them who's boss by being like, I have, you know, six years teaching experience, and that means I have six years bullying experience. Did I Did I tell you I got absolute? I got my shit pushed in on Super Smash Brothers <laughs> by my kids? It's, oh my god, it was embarrassing. My, <laughs> it was the worst day of my life. My first year teaching uh, at the high school, a student came up to me and was like, hi, how do you do a club? Would you like, because I had a bunch of video game stuff. He's like, would you like to um, be the advisor for a Nintendo club or for like a Super Smash Brothers club? And I was like, okay, well, let's make it like Nintendo club, make it broader. And basically he just formed the club because he wanted new people to beat on Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> this kid was like winning tournaments. <laughs> um, the absolute lad. Yeah, and and I don't I don't think it was on GameCube. They did have someone had a Wii U at some point, but it was mostly on. Well, it was before Switch came out. Super Smash Brothers came it out. Must on have the been the, it must have been the GameCube then. Must have been the GameCube. Yeah, version. they were playing GameCube versions for a while. Um, on the on the Wii because you could do that. Mm-hmm. But um, so I was like, okay, let's see how good this kid is. And I played him, and then he just walloped me. <laughs> he was like way more in practice than me, but. Yeah, it was it was bad. It's there is nothing more humbling than some kid who wasn't even alive <laughs> when you first started playing video games. <laughs> Absolutely wrecking your shit with Marth. Oh god. And well, and then the other day, like 
a couple months ago, a student was like, do you want to play around? And I was like, okay. And I am so bad at the Switch controller, the little tiny, oh, God, the I little baby controllers little... that I'm going to break in half like a twig. Yeah, I... <laughs> gotta have my Pro controller, I g- otherwise... I gotta have the GameCube controller. Yep. Or I have to have the Wii motes, but I have to do custom controls because I'm a loser. So <laughs> so you spent 20 minutes setting up your custom Wii variety. Still I did you. not. I, I just um, it was a girl. Thank you very much. Okay. Yay. <laughs> um, and no, I just lost on the Switch controller, but I did lose by one life. So it was oh, well, close. Good. Yeah. Uh, and she took about eighty percent damage before I died too. So it was it was close. This kid, this kid was taking like a hundred and eighty damage a round, and for some reason I could not smack her out of the <laughs> arena, and she was just like feather tickling me, and I was Wee! <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, especially when they play the GameCube version of the, and it's like I, <laughs> I was playing this before you were born. Yeah. <laughs> she was playing no items. No items, five I hate, stock. I hate it how they do no items. I'm like, the items what? make it Why? fun. The items are what give me my strength. <laughs> it's, what it's, all about the, it's all about the um, Pokeballs for me. Or the, the laser parasol. sword. It's the parasol. The I need the parasol. It's got to say, it's got to save my ass like a hundred times. Ugh. The kids don't know what's good for them. They don't know they're born playing without <laughs> items on. What's wrong with you? Anyway. It's not, yeah, it's not fun. Okay, so um, subreddit. I'm going to, have you heard of The Way We Were? Yes. Um, I'm going to give you just the top right now, and then I'll give you the top of all time, or hot, or whatever, the trending mm-hmm. page, um, because the top right now is these women on floaties in Hell Italy yeah. eating spaghetti in 1939, just on the Mediterranean Sea. Fucking chomping that spaghetti. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And like- What, they have like wine on a floaty? This is the life. I'm not even on the top of all time, and it's like, uh, it's great. So I'm going to go to the top of all time and see how absolutely amazing these pictures are. That spaghetti picture is how I want to live my life for the, right? the rest of my life. I'm like, you're so cool. Those <laughs> The 70s transition. My parents in 1968 and again in 1970. It's like 1968, Long. they look like madmen, and then 1970, they look like have a big mustache and long straight hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Average American family, Detroit, Michigan, 1954. Car, two kids, and a house on a Ford factory worker's wages. Jesus fucking Christ. Gay men pose for a photo while being detained at a police station for being gay in Mexico, 1935. That is the most fabulous picture I've ever seen in my life. There's also- They are loving it. There's also one on the subreddit of trans women from the 50s that is really cool. I'm wondering if it's on the top of all time. <gasps> Protesting the high school dress code that banned slacks for girls, Brooklyn, 1940. They're, Look how fucking so radical cool. these girls are. <laughs> Man, oh they're so God. cool. I'll never be this cool. Hanging in the garage, 1960s. Taking a picture I have of the photo that the grandmother took that day. Bought at an antique shop years ago in Phoenix. That's cool. That's very cool. Great grandmother in the early 1900s. She looks like um, Wednesday Adams. She's at the beach. She, oh, her shirt good. says "Buffin" on it. As in, women I trainees of the LAPD practice firing their newly issued revolvers. 1948. Damn, I wish it were me. Look at these girls. <laughs> they all look like uh, Dana Scully. Oh my god, I love it. My ridiculously attractive grandparents sitting for a portrait oh, in 1940s. They are gorgeous. Yes. Damn. Ah, Ireland. Dublin, 1962. Corsos yep. a pub in the background. 
Only pubs. My grandfather, great-grandfather, great-great-grandfather, and great-great-great-grandmother. My mom's mugshot after being arrested at an equal rights protest in 1974. I've never seen a woman look happier. <laughs> My parents' wedding photo, Okinawa, 1964. Aww, puppy and a boy. <laughs> that dog. That dog just farted. It really did. <laughs> Party I attended in 1966. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said drinking beer and looking at Playboys. Never got any better than that. They these kids must be like 15. That's hilarious. That's very funny. My American grandmother visiting Athens in the 60s just looks like Megan Draper from Mad Men. It's very good. These are all great. These are all wonderful. Oh, Times Square. Wow. My grandma and parents taught me to save newspapers from major US events as a reminder of our collective human experiences. I have 9-11, Bin Laden's death, Obama winning the election. For the holidays, I was gifted the entire family collection. Here are a few of the oldest. <laughs> US astronauts open new era, man walks on moon. Kennedy is assassinated. Congress declares war on Japan. Oh. Invasion of Europe begins. Yeah, Damn. when um when we went to London, it was March 2019. So Brexit was like maybe gonna happen, and so my <laughs> my coworker, who's a history teacher, was like, "If it happens, you need to get me a newspaper." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay," which I don't think it happened, but <laughs> not then, not not at that time. It, no. It's hard to remember when it happened because it almost happened like 15 times. Kennedy assassin. Dang. I got to the newspapers. My grandma's hospital really bill cool. after giving birth to my dad in 1955. Total 178.25. The cost of baby. So. Oh, this one's hot AF. Listening to the radio on the beach circa 1940s. All these women look like fucking models. The most interesting ones to me are the colorized ones. Mm-hmm. My grandmother-in-law. Freaking ads. <laughs> ads are killing me. Oh, man. This shockingly high-res and colorized photo was taken over a hundred years ago and shows a crew of men unloading a banana boat on New York. I almost feel like I'm there. And I was like, is this not just a shot from Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> like when he's running to the... Ch to the... Yeah. Oh, I found the women on the beach. It's faster. Scrolling. And sometimes... Like this... My grandmother visiting Paris in the 60s. I'm like, are you sure that's the 60s? And then you look in the background and there is an old car, but the picture is very high res. Wild. Some awesome pictures in here. Well, you can send me your contributions to these old timey photos at Morgan underscore Slay. Um, you can at both of us. More subreddits, more subreddits at are the letter you the word serious pod or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. I think I said that right question mark question mark <laughs> um and then you can check out my other podcast about animorphs at middlemorph the end <laughs> you can find me on twitter and tell me if you saw that horrific disturbing english <laughs> railway safety video um at sb underscore c underscore knows as it knows lots of things uh you can find us on facebook the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast Woo, these pictures are cool. This is a good a good subscription. It kind of goes yeah. well with found paper. <laughs> I was thinking about found paper the other day, and I was like, damn, I need to get back on found paper and see if there's anything cool in there. Lumber worker, no shirt on. Social security number is tattooed on his arm because he's a lumber worker. So if he dies, they can identify his body. Giant cactus. Giant cactus. Hand-painted knees. Cat. <laughs> Cat, October 1938. His name 
says R. Michael. Like, that cat looks just as satisfied as that dog. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, it's Father's Day. I'm gonna go make Day. some coffee. Okay. I haven't had any coffee yet. Me neither. I'm dying. I'm gonna go use one of my five million Starbucks cards. Oh, I wish I had five million Starbucks cards. <laughs> well, I think I might be down to, like, one. My last one, so. It's too bad they don't deliver, but. Right? <laughs> right. I'm gonna call that the ending. <laughs> cool. Cool.